I'm Janice Dean. I'm David Asman. I'm Dana Perino, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Tuesday, December 22nd, 2020. I'm Trey Yingst. UNICEF plans to transport 850 tons of COVID-19 vaccines to low-income countries each month in 2021. UNICEF has done inventories of refrigeration abilities in various countries to, to be able to store vaccines. We've been stockpiling syringes. We've been doing readiness testing with health systems in various countries. And all of that sort of feeds into this matrix to determine where can we bring the vaccine at what time and to whom. This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. In a campaign that is being described as mammoth and historic, UNICEF will work with the World Health Organization to roll out coronavirus vaccines around the world. This plan is linked to COVAX, a global initiative to ensure vaccines make it to lower-income nations. UNICEF will provide logistics and distribution support to make sure those who may be at a socioeconomic disadvantage are still able to get vaccinated. One of our um, strong beliefs is in both the ideas of access and equity. This is Michael Neinheis, the president and CEO of UNICEF USA. And what I mean by that is that this is a global pandemic affecting people all over the globe. And, um, you know, I like to say that the, the health worker in Malawi, uh, somewhere in rural Malawi, dealing with, with uh, the, the issues of his community or her community there, needs the vaccine just as much as the health worker in New York or Chicago or, or in Los Angeles. So part of our uh, role here is to ensure that uh, people in the, in, the, um, in the most difficult places, the most remote places uh, anywhere around the world, have equitable access to the vaccine because we need to defeat the pandemic globally, uh, not just in one country or in parts of the world. What was the planning like for this? I know that UNICEF is not only participating in the distribution side, but also the logistics of actually getting these vaccines to people who otherwise might not have access to them. Yeah, well, this really started as a conversation between Gavi, which is the Global Vaccine Alliance, and the World Health Organization about how to deal with the pandemic globally. And uh, they, you know, the, the, the development of the vaccine certainly is uh, part of the complexity, but the logistics of distribution, uh, procurement and distribution is uh, equally complex, especially as you talk about you know, the, all the countries of the world uh, down into some, you know, uh, difficult and remote places and areas of conflict and area of endemic poverty and places where health systems aren't as strong. So they needed a, a partner that knew how to do that. And UNICEF um, has the largest global humanitarian supply chain in the, in the world. We deliver uh, uh, commodities, uh, you know, all over uh, the world to, uh, to support children and, and their families, including vaccines. Uh, you know, we do two billion uh, doses of vaccines uh, every year. We're the largest procurer and distributor of vaccine already. Those are really focused uh, year to year on the basic vaccines that kids under five need. We we vaccinate 45 percent of the world's kids uh, for that. So basically, uh, we're taking that supply chain and that experience and overlaying it on the COVID um, COVID pandemic and the need to use those same. Um, same systems, uh, same processes, same supply routes to get the vaccine, the COVID vaccine, uh, out where it needs to go. 
I think often when we're talking about governments or NGOs around the world, especially during a pandemic, there are a lot of people that say they're going to do something and then sometimes it falls apart or they don't actually fulfill the promises they make to the communities they're serving. What I've always appreciated about UNICEF and the conversations that we've had on this podcast with a number of people, including Robert Jenkins, education chief, and Edison Sabala on impact partnerships, is that UNICEF is taking these ideas and these conversations and then actually going the next step and, and getting it done. And I know this week UNICEF and the World Economic Forum signed a charter with 18 shipping airlines and logistic companies to deliver these vaccines. That's one of a number of agenda items on this vaccine front. And I wanted to ask you, coming from your background, uh, AmeriCare's uh, USAID Advisory Committee, you've been working in this space for a long time. What are the major concerns that you have about a massive rollout like this? And what are the types of things that you lose sleep at over these sort of massive rollouts because i mean this is this is a big initiative yeah this is historic i'd say it's it's um it's one of the most uh sort of the largest single efforts that unicef has ever done in its uh 75 year history but you know unicef was made for this moment we have uh we're on the ground in 190 countries already doing programs in partnerships with governments and with local ngos and with local communities so we have the the reach to be able to uh, to do that. That said, this is complex, right? So our supply chain has delivered uh, vaccines for for children, you know, for all those decades, and done it extremely well. This is a very different thing. We're now talking about the need to vaccinate health workers and adults with with risk factors and things, you know, well before you ever get to to children. If we if we if we need to do that, so it's a it's a it's a slightly different piece of work, but it's riding the same. Uh, competencies that we that we already have and you know what would I think keep up keeps us up at night at UNICEF is uh, the fact that it is a complex supply chain um, you know we're grateful to have the partners you mentioned you know the the uh, signing of agreements with shipping and airline logistics companies to help do this um, you know we need to build the right uh, partnership to make it all work but you know again think about getting COVID vaccine uh, in, into into areas uh, where there are refugees and where there are conflict. Think about getting into to remote and rural areas in countries that don't have strong transportation and health systems. This is a complex thing to do, but there's nobody that can do it but us. And that's why this partnership uh, has turned to us to help make it happen. You've been listening to Michael Neinheis, the president and CEO of UNICEF USA. We'll be right back. As the person in charge of this organization and overseeing these logistics and distribution efforts, how do you structure things? How do you decide where the vaccines need to go first, what partnerships need to be signed right away? I'm always interested to find out sort of the in-between from these broad ideas at an organization that deals with a lot of people, a lot of funds, and a lot of countries around the world. And then connecting that to the actual shot that is going into that healthcare worker in Malawi or any of the other locations that you're operating. Yeah. Well, just as a reminder, UNICEF is a, is really a global partnership. You know, you sort of think about it as sort of one entity, but it is a, a confederation of a lot of different pieces. So, um, you know, my responsibility here at UNICEF USA is to 
is to is to rally our country and government in support of all of this work. There's another part of UNICEF uh, uh, based out of Copenhagen, Denmark, that we call our supply division. These are the experts in logistics, transportation, uh, procurement, delivery. Uh, these are the ones that do it in and out every day, and they're the ones at the table um, uh, ma- helping to make those decisions about where we're going to go first. Uh, there's a there's a really some very fine thinking that has gone into uh, developing kind of a, a matrix with inputs in it to determine which uh, vaccines, when they're available, uh, should go to which countries at what time and uh, and to what population. So, so much thought has been given to this already in advance of accessing the vaccines. Uh, um, You know, we've done, UNICEF has done uh, inventories of refrigeration, um, um, you know, uh, abilities in in various countries to to be able to store vaccines. We've been... um, stockpiling syringes. We've been uh, uh, doing readiness testing with health systems in various countries. And all of that sort of feeds into this matrix to determine where can we bring the vaccine at what time and to whom. So it's really a complex thing. But again, I want to say that uh, this part of UNICEF called the Supply Division and based out of Copenhagen, uh, this is what they do every day. It's a massive global logistics operation and um, and they know how to do this and we're bringing around you know the best partners uh, to help um, uh, to help in that thinking and to make it happen I know a lot of the goals have to be day-to-day in terms of getting this new campaign and initiative rolled out and getting people vaccinated do you have any top-line goals numbers and things that you'd like to see done by the end of next year? Is there a target number in terms of people vaccinated, the number of countries that are helped? Where do you want to see things by the end of 2021? Yeah, well, UNICEF is taking, uh, and, 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 and a group of partners is taking specific responsibility to get the vaccines to 92 low and middle income countries. This again goes back to the idea of excess and, and equity, uh, that, that those 92 countries, even the poorest countries in the world, need the vaccine as much as the wealthy countries do. So that's, that's our target, those 92 countries. And our, our, um, our, our hope and our plan is to deliver 2 billion doses of vaccine by the end of 2021 uh, to those countries. And probably in a similar kind of um, um, uh, rollout as we're talking about here, you know, to go for um, uh, target health workers and other frontline workers first, um, to start looking at uh, people with high risk factors um, and then and then continue to roll down. So we, what we would expect is there'll be uh, a percent, uh, you know, what, whatever the uh, percentage of vaccine we have available initially, a portion of it will go to all of these 92 countries so they can begin this work. And as more vaccine is available, we can go deeper in all of these countries. Um, but again, we want to get to all of the countries and uh, and certainly get the health workers and the frontline workers and, and people with risk factors um, as quickly as we can. Absolutely, and it's such crucial work during this time ensuring that the vaccine isn't involved in politics or used as some sort of leverage in global conflicts that we're seeing all around the world. But as you said, this is equitable and that people have access to get that same protection in all countries and from all backgrounds. Michael Neinheis, the president and CEO of UNICEF USA. Michael, thank you again for your time. Thanks so much for your interest. 
You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. The Fox News Rundown, a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Your daily dose of news twice a day. Featuring insight from top newsmakers, reporters, and Fox News contributors. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.